This podcast is an examination of the historical research of William Branham and his message cult following. William Branham was a minister in the gambling town of Jeffersonville, Indiana, just across the river from Louisville, Kentucky, as early as 1933. He came in contact with the Reverend Roy E. Davis, an official spokesperson for the 1915 Ku Klux Klan, and later Imperial Grand Dragon of the Ku Klux Klan. Davis introduced Branham to the Pentecostal faith and the art of faith healing, which would later be introduced into Branham's stage persona as he took his place among the evangelists in the post-World War II healing revival. Branham is credited by some as being a catalyst for the Latter Rain Movement and Jim Jones of People's Temple. This podcast is not sympathetic to the views of the Ku Klux Klan that William Branham held, but it is disturbing and warrants research. This podcast is an examination of that research. You can find more about this research and other topics on the website william-branham.org. Join us as we turn back the pages of time and examine the controversial issues of William Branham and his message. Since Seeky the Truth has started, and others have started taking notice that Branham's prophecies were fictional failures, we receive emails asking this question to us. Since Branham was a lying false prophet, which false prophet do we follow? I received another email last night asking the same question. Those who actually place value on their eternal destination do not sit around idly while devious minds of the pastors and the leaders cover up the many lies and failures. They realize that their soul is the single most important possession in this life. And William Branham himself said, I've got to leave here, you've got to leave here. And if I go as a false prophet, I'll lose my own soul and lose yours with me. He said that in 1959, Questions and Answers on the Holy Ghost. So for many who have been programmed to follow a man instead of the Holy Spirit, this is a very serious matter. If you're following a man, and that man leads you from the pasture of the Great Shepherd into some other pasture, you're walking on dangerous grounds. And this is worsened when you truly believe that you must follow a man to your eternal destination. Imagine the children of Israel when they once learned that Moses was not heading for the promised land. I'm sure that the faith of many was shaken, even though God himself was leading them. So for those of you who have been falsely taught to follow a man instead of our God, the greatest news that you will ever receive is what I'm about to give you right now. We are free to any who struggle with this. I recommend that you read the book of Hebrews and read it in context with this in mind. Luke 16, 16, the law and the prophets were until John. Since then, the good news of the kingdom of God is preached, and everyone forces his way into it. The book of Hebrews starts out much the same. It says, long ago, 
And at many times, in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his Son. The gospel of Jesus Christ is all that we need. The good news that Christ came to fulfill the old covenant and remove us from the law that Paul called obsolete. Christ lived the perfect life, fulfilled the requirement of the law. He died on the cross for our sins, and he rose again so that we can rise with him. And Christ sent his helper, the Holy Spirit, to be our leader and our guide. No longer do we listen to God speaking through a prophet. And no longer are we led by a man. We are led by the Spirit. False prophets have one thing in common. They all try to hide this from you. Many will go so far as to deny the deity of Christ, teaching a different Godhead. They want you to believe that God is limited in his power and that there is no Holy Spirit leading us. They want you to believe that God is not in full control. Those in the Branham cult struggle because Branham did exactly this. Taking the Jehovah's Witness doctrine that Jehovah of the Old Testament was Jesus of the New, Branham promoted a modalistic false god that is now sitting on the throne in his view. Therefore, a prophet is required. That false god did not send his Holy Spirit. That false god has the Holy Spirit up here on the throne. we got to have a prophet now. And the world is under Satan's control in Branham's distorted and twisted view. This world that we live in is Satan's Eden, not God's. Satan has been given power by Branham. And the Holy Spirit is weak in Branham's view. It's even weaker than Satan. Branham taught us to believe that we could offend the Holy Spirit and what he called grieve the Holy Spirit away from us. But the Bible says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Hebrews chapter 3 tells us that we are entering into God's rest and listen to who is telling this? Paul writes, Therefore, as the Holy Spirit says today, if you hear his voice and do not harden your hearts, as in the rebellion on the day of testing in the wilderness, where your fathers put me to the test, and I saw my works for forty years. Paul is telling us that if we refuse to be led by the Holy Spirit, then we are in rebellion. We're directly violating the instruction by God, putting something else before God. We have fallen into idolatry. But chapter 5 is where it starts getting good. We have a new high priest. Not a high priest that will last just until the end of the world when some new doomsday prophet rises to proclaim under divine inspiration that 1977 is the end of days. Christ, Jesus Christ, is our new high priest forever. It says, you are a high priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. Hebrews is the perfect answer. 
to anyone who has been trapped in the Branham religion. The similarities are phenomenal. The Jews were bound by law and oppression from sins committed when they broke the Ten Commandments. All they ever knew their entire lives was law. Christ came to remove that law. But the Pharisees, with their hardened hearts, did not understand. They continued to lift up new high priests, even after Christ died and was given all authority. Paul says that our authority is not of man. We are to be led by the Holy Spirit. To the many from around the world that are asking this question, which new prophet shall we follow? My recommendation is this. Get back into the Bible and read it as a new and exciting book. Read it without the tainted view of man. Read it with inspiration from the Holy Spirit, who will lead you in all truth. Read it with this understanding that all scriptures point to Christ. The Old Testament gives Abraham a promise that his seed will be a countless number, like the sands of the sea. This was a covenant with Abraham, and God does not break his covenants with man. God knows the outcome before the covenant is given because God is at the end as well as is at the beginning. False prophets of this day will tell you the exact opposite. They all teach the little bride or the select group or the chosen few. They twist the Old Testament scriptures to fit their agendas. They want you to believe that their small group and their small corner of the Christian world is the only group that God cares about. They deny the gospel of Jesus Christ to do this, which makes their doctrines antichrist. God's children were fully living under grace until they broke the Ten Commandments. God, in His wrath, placed them under a law as a punishment. They were children in the true sense of the word, a people growing into maturity through training and teaching. The prophets in the Old Testament were not leaders. They were not seers into the future as the false prophets of this day erroneously teach. They were nothing more than God's mouthpieces during the time of training for God's children. They spoke directly from God concerning the idolatry that the children of Israel continuously wandered towards. The sorcerers, the bad guys, were the ones that used demonic spirits to peer into the future. God's prophets did not visit many world's fairs to see the next egg-shaped car. They didn't read popular mechanics to see the technology of the future. Their prophecies had nothing to do with technology. They were speaking about God's faithless bride and the coming Messiah to redeem them. After Christ came, all Scripture points back to that day on Calvary when He paid the penalty for the Old Covenant that was broken. There is not a single Scripture intended to distract you from the good news, the Gospel of Jesus Christ. Even the book of Revelation, the last prophetic book, points to the cross. The Lamb 
was the only one worthy to open the seven seals. And we are redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. And God's children are a countless number, just as promised to Abraham, not some little bride that has severed themselves from the rest of the body. God does not break his promises, remember? He's already fulfilled them before he even gave the promise. We are free. Christ has set us free. We now worship him, and we proclaim this gospel to others. And all who believe that Christ did this for us, all who believe can be saved. It's a gift. There's nothing we can do to merit this gift. It was already given to us before the foundation of the world. Paul says, For by grace are you saved through faith. And this is not of your own doing. It is the gift of God. Not a result of works, he says, so that no one may boast. Ephesians 2, 8-9 through So the answer to this question is very simple. There's no reason to follow a man. Men will fail, but God will never fail. Jesus promised to send his spirit, not his prophet. And that spirit does not lead us into fictional stories about bright lights and squirrels. God is not leading us into a funny cartoon. When the spirit of truth comes, this is John 16, 13, when the Spirit of truth comes, He will guide you into all truth. He will not speak over His own authority, but whatever He hears, He will speak, and He will declare to you the things that are to come. Think about the one, the one that is giving authority, giving it to the Holy Spirit to let the words speak telling us directly in our hearts the things that are to come, guiding us through life into all truth.